Into the Mirror, our podcast where we discuss healing and transformations. My name is Alexander, and this is my co-host Brody. Today, we are going to discuss tough love and codependency, and it even makes me feel kind of yuck as I say those words because I, through treatment and all this stuff, has been those words are just taglines. There's a New York Times article, and I do not watch the news or anything, but this one has come up, and it's about um, codependency and then toxic stuff in relationships and um, how tough love has honestly gotten a lot of people killed, if, just to summarize. So, Brody, how are you doing today? I'm good. This is a little silly, but this morning I spilled all my juice. I knocked it over and I had to give myself a, a moment of tough love because, you know, I want to be like, I'm loving to myself, but I'm like, I don't so want to do uh, that again. You were, you said, because you told me, you're bringing groceries in and, um, and you're trying to hold on to too many items and you do it too fast and you lost all of them. Yeah. So you end up, yeah, I know. Exactly. So you're holding on and then you stumble in all five instead of doing like three trips. Like this is a mom, perfect segue into like mom advice, right? My like wise woman yeah. advice slow down ground your energy you know what i mean you don't slow and steady wins the race is like it, it it truly does and i like fast i love being like energetic and fun and having the speed and all that but i can agree that slowing down and you know if i don't slow down the universe will give me tough love all the time um so definitely this piece like we don't need to talk totally i don't even want to discuss what they're saying completely in the piece i just brought it up because you know addiction and at least they're talking about it again um i know my mom if she didn't stay faithful or just a little bit of hope even in the midst of all of my chaos all the lies all the sickness all the addiction all of it if she would have believed what people told her i would be dead Straight up. They told her to kick me out, don't help me out, do this. He'll never get better. He's this. And I mean, you can understand why I might have a resistance and anger against certain belief systems in the medic in recovery world. That's that came from rehabs. Yeah. How did your mom respond? I mean, just in general, like clearly you're here. So some way she's helped. How do you think <laughs> it's helped when she was loving? Like, do you remember times where she was kind in it? You know, do you remember, like, I mean, I'm sure you remember countless times, but, um, yeah, for sure. Like even when I got kicked out of rehab and they put me in a halfway house, my mom was still supporting yeah. me. Like she still believed in me and my dad did too, through all of the BS, all yeah. of the lies and the deceptions and they still they they've seen them as slip ups, yeah. not as that I'm yeah, just a failure. Pattern like it's like the like my shame of like oh my gosh, it just got so sad in the end too. Just the repeating, I mean, to awful times, and I am amazed just thinking now that my family, my mom had faith and courage to just to be persistent, right? Like it's the same way, but because of her persistence and. I won't say it was like all my mom or anything like that, but I can say that it's because of the sport of people like my mom and then others who stayed with that same energy I got, I was able to have enough 
help and persistence to continue to get my my own persistence to get better, right? Like that was at least someone that believed because if you don't have anyone, right? How many countless people in the system did I meet in prison that had no mom to call, you know? Right. They had no, nobody that believed in them. And how, how can you believe in yourself if zero people in the world, including yourself, do not believe in you? First and foremost, that inner, the inner spark, I always joke about that inner secret place inside, right? The, where we all truly, where we're, our little child self is, where we believe things, right? Like in that spot that's gotten so guarded and like protected, but we've, the belief is stuck. Like, it's like, we need to open up that heart is what I'm saying. And look at the belief of like being worthy and with tough love. How do you, how do you do that when, when you're being stomped on? I mean, I'm being honest. It's so challenging to watch people like drive by homeless addicts who are, yes, scoring money to support their habit because they are unwell. This planet is hurt people, hurting Mm -hmm. people. There's no step person that's perfect mm-hmm. there's nothing that's we're all connected and when someone drives around like get a job it's like the anger the frustration the, the energy that's cast to that person but the cool thing is is there's souls out there too that are like supportive like like that supported me i never held a sign and i that's a shame level that's another step into that world and i'm glad that's one i didn't have to do i didn't have to like Cause I'm so insecure already <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I would be like, I would feel, I could only imagine getting money. Like it would, for me, it would be like worse in a way than like prostitution. And that's because I mean that to hold a sign and be like, I'm enable, I'm not able to support this. You know, is a we is something that I am grateful I didn't have to work through. But I know shame is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Prison and jail are humiliating yeah. enough, but you're saying like that's a whole nother level of, of shame people, and humiliation. Yeah, like, all that energy, like I, oh, shoot, I just got a little nauseous in my stomach. Um, hold on. Um, that. No, it's it's okay, man. Like I think that with tough love, we're, we're trying to talk about the fine line between. Tough love and being enabling. So because there is a fine line. Giving money to someone and knowing they're buying drugs with it or but also buying money because they are doing uh, buying money, buying food, like buying, they're doing both. Yes, (laughs) there's no you like if you're going to give, first of all, like you can't decide what they're going to do with it. That's unless that's like a like, honestly, unless you deal that you can't give money and be like, that's one thing I learned with leaving. My mom is they have to accept it is as lo- like energy, right? And, and my mom would not like right. give me money. Like she would support me and like offset things and pay for things and do the best she could to support me when I was like unable to support myself at all, you know? Um, my stepdad, who's my dad, but it was smart. It was like he needs, I did need a, I needed the fatherly like you need to step up, but I also needed someone like to, needed support so tough love like because i have a friend a neighbor actually who he's passed away like he did he died from addiction and i don't know how his family was with with him but i can tell you that he died away and alone by himself you know and i can tell you that like 
the difference between my neighbor who's dead and me is I can tell you my mom loved me and treated me and was courageous like to to stand up and be in that bullshit you know like to be like he can be better I get mm -hmm. I agree so like there's so many people out there that have passed away and I always wonder if the system hadn't taught so many people to say they're like they're unworthy because they're an addict even in do you know Bill Wilson? Right. This is where people don't get it. In the in the book, I think it says Bill sees it, or one of the AA books. He literally has a quote, and this is I read this the first time in rehab, and you understand this distaste that builds because he's like, although addicts are close cousins to alcoholics, I believe they should be separate from us. No joke, and like separate, like they. Uh, he could see how they were. I don't know if this was the business side of him trying to appeal to everyone's judgment. Like, there, yeah, I get it. A different, yeah, different yeah. time frame, too. And I read those things in those books, and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, okay, I get it, different times, but why was it that way? Like, that's the, what, how did it, you know, like this, and it's because the planet is hurt people, hurting people, trying to protect them from and, and that me versus them mentality that everybody has, you know, you're from Russia, you're from Ukraine, you're from, you've, you're black, you're white, it's all separation and it's, it's not love. There's a difference between tough love and just being yeah, a so jackass. I, the best word I found is fierce tenderness. I think it was in, um, it was in a book, um, in a, I think a mis the mystic master teacher, I, I know she taught me and said this, and she was able to scare the shit out of me and also love me. And this was like the, where I learned this was in another rehab down the road years later. So I got into a place where a lady was, she was like a mother, a grandmother wise, been through her own shit, and she did not give a shit. She went, she told me, like, I didn't, she did give a shit. That was the point. But she did let fear yeah judgment all the things of what society would do stop her from expressing what she believed was the loving thing to do right that and that was a beautiful thing to watch like she would look at me like she told me she's like sell your damn bmw go work at that mcdonald's next door <laughs> you know and i'm like which is really like what i didn't want to do because i didn't want to be like less than and work like i mean this i was that like i had moved into that thought process that and i ended up working in a kitchen in prison honestly i believe if i would i ended up in a kitchen in prison like so i learned a different level judgment for kitchens and work and it's not about that i wouldn't do to work i'm a very hard worker it's that like that ego see it's always makes you above or less than it's never equal is uneven footing. yeah it's always either i'm unworthy or they're unworthy of me it's always it's never balanced right so like i had to walk through a lot of that insecurity that vanity how i'd have so much vanity even in the midst of like 10 years of addiction like dude you've already been to jail you've already been to rehab 10 times and you're worried still about what people think with that and those things i had to really let go of i had to it's like there's no First of all, I can't control those things, right? I have, and if the thing that prevented me from getting better in the very beginning was being authentically honest without any substance. Like what I mean is the dark, low-key side of me didn't have to come out to play to tell people how I truly felt. Meaning, I didn't have to drink, I didn't have to do opioids, I didn't have to, you know, to be honest. I learned what honesty is and I learned how to act on it. And tough love 
this all goes like that tough love and the way that system how the hell do you expect someone to get better if you don't give them any sacred space to be better like how does society expect it like they all judge and we go out there and we're like you that person this or they doing this blame 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 victim victim fucking victim over and over and over again as long as I can make sure I'm not legally responsible I morally feel okay did you just hear that I'm legally respond no we've twisted shit into this dark legal policy and paperwork world where any hard work right this sacred space the you know the peace where the magic happens Instead, it's like, get a job! No, I mean, <laughs> you can't calm down. No, you need a t you're a manic depressant. You're psychotic. You're an alcoholic. You're fat. 60, oh yeah, 66% of Americans are obese or overweight now. That means that's mainstream. 60, that's, dude, three quarters of our society are overweight, so we want to fit in with their ideas, and I mean that with everything. That's mainstream. So when you're worried about fitting in, like, first of all, they'll never fit into their jeans they're wearing now, and it will keep going. I mean this because we manifest more and more of whatever we're creating, whether it's garbage and McDonald's or light and love and beautiful stuff and with real fierce tenderness, right, where our people could slow down. Well... It's the, what's the root cause of all this is what we all need to ask ourselves. What is the root cause of why society is the way it is right now? And that's because you, like, as you always say, there, it's hurt people hurting other people. And the, the reality is, is self, like, tough love it does, does it have its place, its even, within, not... even within, even uh, within, you know, like, even within me being tough with myself or giving myself fierce love when that is appropriate love it's that's it's it's you do like you have to light the fire sometimes but that doesn't mean we hurt people or we shun them and we cast them out like i sorry sometimes i get really frustrated because i feel that old shame that 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 was in me and it's not that i still feel it as I'm that. I respond as like I remember I did feel that way at some time and it's so sad that I had to do that. Like I mean that lovingly to myself like But do you do you remember the movie Castaway no, Tom yeah, Hanks? I, like, I... <laughs> so think about that. That man was out on an island by himself and a castaway. Like this is what what homeless people are to society they're castaways like wilson with the beard they're crazy they're unpredictable the but did you see how he ended up finding himself he ended up finding himself in and his in truth in that movie they add at the end the angel wings for the package of the like is the one that really did like align with his higher self to not the time 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 blah, 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 blah. you know let's do we're right on schedule you know it's like Speaking of homeless, I forgot. Did I show the golf club broom that the that Sean gave to me on the? Hold on, look at it. You told me about it, but people that are listening won't okay, have so any idea what you're talking right, about. So I was out at the dog park two days ago, right? And I talked to people, and I this guy Sean offered to sell me this. So, you know, he's trying to make money, you know, homeless, and he put a golf club in a 
it's kind of funny. It's like a Paragon Golf Club. And anyway, you sweep away the stuff, and I I didn't have any money with me at all. I actually had put it in my car, and I would have just given him money, right? I would have just given him cash, but I end up talking to him for a few hours, and we end up being friends, and he's an out, definitely an outcast, afraid, you know, and scared, and it's like his <clears throat> eye contact, we talked about this, he, I, I had to use a little bit of fierce tenderness, right, and be like, no, I'd be like, Sean, I was like, look at me, dude, you're a worthy son of God, and I look him in the eye, and I say that, and I'm like, I'm here, and let's talk, and we had fucking pizza, dude, and like, he's cool, and he's badass story, has all of his, he has his own stuff he's going through, right? But, like, I can tell you that all, I wonder about him. I have to set boundaries with people like that all the time, right? There's a level of kindness that I can give, but I set the line, right? Because at some point, we have to do self-care. Like, because people like Sean and others, they are wonderful, but they, yeah, especially if they're mixing drugs, they can be very, like, you know, neurotic, text crazy, say stuff. And if you're mm -hmm. not part of like where I know the world so well, it can be overwhelming. I under, I get it. Like I get how he talks. I get that. I'm not, people walked by and they looked at me because he would walk by. They're like, why is the guy we know is somewhat normal that we like, talk to every day is talking to the guy and has, they both have broom. We, we both had one too. So it looks like... <laughs> A, a human yeah, talking yeah, to a human, a like it makes me think of uh, it makes me think of the movie with Adam Sandler when remember everybody shamed his caddy. He brought in a homeless guy. Uh, everybody's shaming. He was trying to make money, like cleaning the car, and and he's like he's just trying to make a buck. And then he brought him in as his caddy. Like I just love that concept. The truth is, and think about that, like. Like, we need people to bridge the gap. You need, like, I'm halfway a weirdo. I'm all the way weird, but I mean, I'm halfway comfortable enough to speak to people. Like, right, Adam Sandler was weird to the golfers. And this guy on the windshield was a little weird to Adam Sandler. But everyone has their place. Everyone's love and everyone. Like, but until someone's courageous, like Adam Sandler, and is like, he's my caddy, you know, and he's fierce tenderness. I mean, he was angry. Yeah. Like we need to judge people by their actions, not what they look like, not where they are in this present moment. Judge them by their moment-to-moment -moment actions. If there's somebody who's overweight, judge them by them trying to get better and, and yeah. get eating less. If there's somebody who is has an addiction, judge them by how they're yeah, trying to no, get like better. You can feel it like the heart space, like. How do this is with the overweight thing? Anyone that's dealing with weight, this is what I learned. Because in like when I was locked up, I'd gain like 20 pounds, and for me, that's a lot of weight. 20 pounds on my butt is a lot, especially when it's not muscle. It was like unhealthy mm -hmm. shame weight, and I had to work through that. Yeah, it was weird. The weight was really hard then to get off, but then after I worked through my shame, this is where the weight in, like started just dissolving. I didn't care. Like as I stopped caring, it was like then the body responded. It was like I became peaceful and without my own space. Luckily I'm a fire starter enough to say, fuck off, this is my space. Like I will do that eventually. Like anyone is, by the way, but I mean not really. It's really hard. Anyway, I start I create my sacred space. That's what I'm gonna say. And I know that anyone can. And you can do like so like to go in there and I had to release myself from the garbage, no pun intended, but really kind of pun intended. I had to stop eating all the, the crazy zebra cakes 
in prison. I'm no joke. I was eating the sugar and stuff, and I had to, like, see... I was addicted to it, I guess, in a way. Like, your own, that was your it only was, comfort. Where were you going to run to? Like, that was your it's comfort. Okay That's another thing. I needed that for a while. There are six months where I needed to take antidepressants like crazy and eat those foods and not try to talk to anyone but my mom and read as many books and meditate as possible. No exercise, nothing. It was too hard, right? So there was a time where then I found a little bit of balance and I started moving out into that world, right? Like I had to create my own space, right? I bought it. But healing my shame and my anxiety. And of course, I always have, I'll always have anxiety and excitement, right? I like to use excitement as a better word because it's a, anxiety and excitement are really the same thing. It's just the polarity of it. So, I, yeah, like, the positive and negative charge. <laughs> and that's like, it's like, it's yeah. the difference is does my heart feel like I'm going to have a heart attack or do I feel bliss from it? That's the, that's that spot <laughs> yeah. here where we, you know, yeah. the shudder, the, either crying or the laughing it's the like the dissonance is really i believe what it is it's that switching between two states of you know which is an amazing thing like to start learning that we can be i was talking about the vagus nerve and like how when it opens and you know so um anyway as i would open and meditate and be honest and start speaking more positive things to myself like i and things got better you know i still it's mm -hmm. the tough love though to tell my mom like to not talk to me like they were telling there's people on the online forums that are so mean and they're like my son's a drunk they're, they're angry and they're sharing that and it makes me so sad actually to even like think that that is I mean it I was hard. yeah I mean I had I had quite a few friends pass away not necessarily because they were having too much no, tough no, love no, there were there were of course there were those instances and in my friends that yeah. passed away but there um you know what i mean so it, it's a tough tricky subject yeah, but it can be navigated and you you've shown that because there's there's no more of a tough love type situation than prison yeah, so the, the, that's the system and that so in spite of all the anger and all that stuff in there it is possible to find true real love anywhere like um unconditional love is what i mean um like that's why finding out through this experience what tough love is what fierce tenderness is what the difference is and that it's in the heart the heart knows like there's a spot where we run from or we honor right it's that spot and it might be no alex you're not getting any money today and my mom's standing on her truth or yeah. something is powerful for both of us, right? Like, think about it. we share space, like, for mm -hmm. her to be in power. Like, those moments, which are done in truth, not in, like, fuck yous, but in, like, like, really, we are, I, I don't even know, like, we know in our hearts, our heart knows, that's the spot. That's it does. It does. <laughs> so, anyway, t I hope that people can find love, like, to, that, to close it and to say, like, I don't believe any family's responsible either for someone else's like death or, you know, for their sicknesses or bat or addictions getting worse. This is where accountability has to be. Like we all have our responsibilities and to know, you know, know thyself, right? That's all that when we find ourselves, we find everyone. And that really is like the truth. And so 
sending love to the moms out there that have people that they're working with trying to get better. They do get better. I got better. I did. Like, I am better. So it is possible. Yeah, there's another example of me. I, I got better. I'm not addicted. I'm not a narcissist like I used to be. So I'm, I'm better. It sounds so awful, but I did act that way. I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I had a narcissist, narcissistic side, definitely yeah, s- selfish, selfish, but above or less than thing too. Yeah, but thanks everybody for listening. Please, if you want to share this to somebody else, show the spread the love, and we would truly appreciate that. Whether it's giving us a five star rating on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you name it, just get it out there and let's yeah, spread the love right. together. Thanks, man.